watching for a second. I was going to just stay eater. there. <laughs> Welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast, sponsored by Tums. Just Tums! I, I do need to eat two Tums. I just thought it'd be funny to do it on the air. I mean, I, you told me you were prepared for the. Listen to that. Dude, so that we had um, expert content. <laughs> yeah, this is great. We ordered from a new Thai place <laughs> in Worcester. Uh-huh. And as you know, I'm a cracker. The way this curry tore our asses up, like, oh, we no. shot, we both shot like four times today. It's like 3.57. I'm due on a meeting at 4 p.m. And I'm like, it's not going to wait. I have to go. So, no. yeah. The Tums are in play. And this Uh-oh. is also the Uh-oh. Tums edition. Also the Mr. Bean edition because we're both wearing beanies. Bean edition. We're going to have a theme every time. No, just kidding. We're not. I'm um, pretty my hair is uh, greasy, un- and so is unwashed Abby, right so. now. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I pushed it a day past you, when I should have, as I am wont to do. Um. Yeah, my dry shampoo couldn't couldn't keep me going for another day, so. What shamp- dry shampoo Whatever. do you use? Uh, I don't know. Probably a really bad kind. Batista? I mean, some of Batiste? them are like, your hair will fall out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I actually just use cornstarch, but, and it's fine, but. I don't know. There's nothing like second know. day hair, you know? It's just so good on the second day. I used to use baby powder because that's what, like, my sister used when we were young. But, like, number one, my hair is dark black-brown. and It takes, two, like, a lot like, for yeah, it not to good for blend. You. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not and good. So yeah. I need, and I need, like, I need dry shampoo for brown people. Like, my hair is very dark. I can't use, like, the white stuff. Oh, do stuff. you use the... Like, I'm the brunette one that wig. Batiste makes? Yeah. 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 But then, like, also, like, it's, all, like, then it gets extra gunky, I feel like, because it's, like, also, like, The brown, dry. the brunette one is, like, way, way gunkier. Yeah. And, like, I'll scratch my head and they'll just be, like, black under my nails, you know? What is this? <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Gross. Well, that's Ooh, enough about our what are you gonna do about it? bad hygiene. Um... Welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast for another edition. We're an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, intersectional feminist leftist podcast about horror movies. I'm Abby in Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm in Massachusetts. I'm Rebecca <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona. I want to say like. Well, can you say Worcester and people know what it is? Like you could say Boston. I'm sorry. I'm not like. Right. My laptop is on a tower of pillows, so I'm just like hoping it doesn't go down. You can say tower of pillows. You can say Boston, and people know what state it is, but you can right, you have to know Worcester. Is that New Hampshire? Um, Yes, (laughs) I did meet somebody at the bar the other day. uh, Was he was like, oh. I don't forget, you know, whenever people, you just start talking to people when you're a bartender. But uh, he was like, oh, yeah, we just, we were just looking around. This place is cool. I was like, oh, are you visiting? He's like, yeah, from Boston. I was like, bro. And then I was like talking to him because it, you know, sometimes it's like when I used to meet people in Boston. People from, from Boston are just like everywhere. Hey, too. we're like yeah. a He's disease. like, we were thinking about moving out here. <laughs> that's true he's like it's too expensive to live in boston anymore i was like yeah it is yeah You're right it's too yep. expensive yep, 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 yep. it's uh, anyway 
<laughs> That's not what's a new uh, a new market basket opened up near us. Oh my god, it's elite! Like, market and it's so basket. so cheap. I know it's crazy. Um, uh, um, grocery stores <laughs> in Boston suck. Just throwing not that market out there. basket. You don't have a Sprouts. I do I wish guess. we had a Sprouts because I hate whole paycheck. Like, um, I won't go there. And I mean, Trader Joe's isn't a grocery store. It's just like a snackery, you know. It's just like, yeah, like a fun excursion <laughs> for adults. Like, I exactly. can't like buy things I really need there. Did you ever have you it's ever been expensive. to a, a Stu Leonard's? Do you know what Stu Leonard's no. is? It's like no. this farm themed kind of like grocery store experience, and it's kind of like IKEA where you have to go through it. But you cannot turn around. So if you, like, miss the thing you need, you have to loop back around again. People get, like, pissed if you turn oh, around. God. And there's, like, I mean, there's, like, you know, I think they have, like, a mechanical cow that moves and, like, other farm-themed attractions. <laughs> As I'm saying That's this, so like, fun. did this really happen? <laughs> Stu Leonard. Was it a fever dream? I think you might no. have made it up. No, it's, it's like, real. Uh, there's that uh trader joe's in copley square it's like underground and it's always so no matter what day no matter what time you go there it's fucking packed and in there it's like if you are prone to anxiety attacks don't even look at that door because going in there is like i come out like panting heavily everyone's crazy i talked to the cashier once and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't shop at this Trader Joe's. It's too crazy. I go to the one that's, like, an hour away. I was like, what the fuck? You don't even shop here. It's too fucking nuts. It's, yeah. The, you're talking about the Boylston one, right? Oh, what did I say? Copley Square? Yeah, it's the same what one. Yeah, saying. yeah, you're the right. The one in Boston. Um, like that Boston, is, downtown. like, the seventh circle of fucking hell, that grocery store. And it's, yeah, like, a bomb shelter. I can't even so it's like there anything happened down there you get like stampeded by like 60 year old white ladies getting their quinoa yeah it's scary i just googled stew leonard's it really um, what are we talking about today? i recommend a it google exists. image search is there a cow that moves there is a cow <laughs> there's like <laughs> yeah google image search stew leonard's for real skis you won't regret it it's pretty unhinged okay. everybody can you hear do it all in tandem. Um, what so we today we are today? covering The Love Witch, which has been on my list personally for some time now. Um, it is a 2016 sort of like horror, sort of like surrealist, fake Suspiria movie uh, re- directed, produced by Anna Biller or Biller. I don't know. Maybe she's French. I, th- I thought it was Biler. That's what I was well, saying. In it's my head. one of it those Byler. three. When I was in fifth grade, um, my yeah. um, my teacher was reading Harry Potter to us. And this is, like, right when Harry Potter came out. Like, it had hit the shelves. The first book, like, she's reading it to us. And she called Hermione her my own <laughs> for, like, the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what my mom Hermione. her name Herman. was, was Hermione One. Hermione <laughs> One. Um, I mean, yeah. That's, like, the Amer- wonders, Americans the Oneaters. Like, that's not a... <laughs> It's a nice name. Uh, All right. So, so there's a lot of like actor actresses names that I don't know that I like. I'm just looking at it like, how do I say that? Like Saoirse Ronan, I who Anna. I think we mentioned the last time we were in this very See, space. you can say it. If I tried to well, say that, I'd be like, um, who? I, I, don't 
I feel like I saw a video of her like explaining how to pronounce it or something. So, this uh, movie has, and our subsequent coverage, has a content warning for self-harm and suicide, as well as sexual assault. I wrote down essay. I don't remember where it was, but I'm assuming, I'm trying to, I'm trusting my past self that it did happen, but I can't remember. I don't really remember. I, like, this movie is, again, nothing happens. I was like, I don't know. I didn't hate it. It was okay. I would never I'm watch gonna, it again, I, but it was beautiful. I don't need to watch it again. I'm going to say that Anna was too close to the project. This could have been a 45 minute. She needed minute a little space. Yeah. Like, it could have been a short for sure. It could have been yeah. trimmed to like hell. It, there was, All the scenes were just too damn so long. long. I, I and know. It was beautiful, yes, but I can only look at the same scene Everything is very stilted purposefully because, you know, she's making homages to old cinema. But, like, okay, let's move on. You're also making a movie for modern audiences. So, like, let's take that into account. Nothing, like, visually, it's more like a painting than, like, a movie. Because you focus on one scene, nothing happens. Then you move on to the next one. It's, there's not a lot of movement happening. I would. I don't know. Live in that apartment, though. Ahem. So, we open on... I did too. We open on a sexy witch named Elaine Parks driving uh, through the farmlands of California. She's on her way to start a new life where no one knows her. And I think they call it the town of Arcata, California. Never been there. She has a flashback to her former husband, Jerry, uh, while he's dying of a mysterious poisoning. She says after Jerry left her, she had a nervous breakdown, but now she's cured of everything but her intrusive thoughts. And I was like, same girl. <laughs> I like, I, I think it's probably part of like this feminist take on witches, but all of the men that she's courting and going after are extremely unattractive. So ugly. Like Jerry in Jerry that has bad those wig, little, bro, like, the no little way. chiclet teeth. His teeth are so like tiny and square. And he was like, I, I was like, I don't understand this. Why do all of them have to have, be like so pale with those like white guy burst blood the, vessels on their it skin? It looks like, like they have the buckle not... fat removal too, you know? I was just, and he's in such a bad wig. I, I which everybody in this movie is in a bad wig, but. I thought that was, the, the like, bad wigs I, were like an intentional choice. Part of it. Yeah. Yes. Just like the, in the in 1950s, 40s and 50s, everybody was also in a bad wig. But it was a bit distracting. But, you know. The acting is wig. so funny. I actually really loved it because it's supposed to be, like, weird and stilted. It's so bad. Very funny, though. So uh, she so gets pulled over by a cop for a broken taillight, but he lets her go with a warning. She makes it into town, and in the voiceover, she says she read everything she could about how to get her man back after Jerry left her. And you have to be tricky because men are fragile. She men arrives. Fragile, true. Yeah, they're like little babies. She arrives at a like very beautiful Queen Anne, Queen Anne, I think, house to meet the yeah, caretaker Victoria. of her new apartment, um, Trish. The house is owned by a mutual acquaintance, Barbara. They head to a very pink Victorian tea room for a little snack together. And Elaine tells She's Trish. The biggest hat. The biggest this pink hat. hat. This My Fair Lady hat. Yeah. 
How did she know, like, it was a thematic pink tea room? Everybody has to be wearing pink. I don't know. Yes. Just so that we had something pretty to look at. So Elaine says, the day he left me was the day that I died. And I realized it was a TikTok sound when she said that. Um, oh, but she- <laughs> right. But she was reborn again as a witch under Barbara and Gahan's tutelage. And she learned all she could about men. And then we have a harp solo apropos of nothing. Uh, I kind of like the harp solo. I honestly. liked it too. The harpist was nice. Was Me fun. too. But uh, they'd probably be like, you guys need to shower and come back appropriately dressed. <laughs> right. You're not You're not white enough to be in here. That's you guys like, are like, not our demographic. We, we'll talk about it later, but I can't. Elaine about, says you anyway. have to give a man whatever he wants, a pretty woman to love, and the freedom to be who he wants to be. Trish pushes back and says her husband, Richard, loves her for her. Just then, Richard arrives and meets Elaine, and there's a little, like, spark. Back at the apartment that Trish has outfitted with, like, uh, it's a specific version of the tarot deck. I don't want to say it and sound dumb, but it's, like, thought Toth tarot. I believe you. I don't know. I know nothing about tarot cards. Uh, it's an esoteric tarot the, deck like, painted by of- Lady Frida Harris, according to instructions from Alistair Crowley. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a kind of deal, a dealio. Again, well researched as usual. Always. We never Google on the spot. <laughs> We're never like balls deep in Carrie Elwood's fucking imdb for no reason <laughs> except we just, we just want to see if he's if he ever got hot again but we always are he never did back at the apartment elaine is making some really very beautiful but also insane paintings some poppets and some candles she goes to her altar and starts to work a love spell and then she sits down on the pentagram rug which is like actually really beautiful but anna belair belair Byler made it herself and it took her seven months. So, like, <laughs> this is a passion project. Girl. Elaine prays to the take goddess. A step for- back. Have a nap. Take a personal day. <laughs> Elaine I prays to the else. goddess for a beautiful, sweet man to love her as she loves him. The next day, uh, Elaine is out on the town and stops into a magic apothecary. She meets a girl named Wendy and they agree to. Wendy agrees to sell some of Elaine's products, like her candles, etc., in the store. Um, Elaine heads to like a courtyard in the center of town. This is the weirdest she- business transaction. <laughs> These will sell well. She- Elaine uh, pulls out the flattest sandwich I've ever seen. It was so flat. Oh my God. It was like, I and was the way dying. She's eating it. And the it was like, like her mouth was just paper moving, bag taking bites. Yeah, the paper lunch bag was also, like, so flat, and she just, like, pulls this very flat sandwich out of it. I had a chuckle. Uh, So, across the green, a hottie named – I forgot his name. Wayne is talking to a colleague. He strolls over, and they chat about nature, and he says he has a house in the woods where he likes to thank slash take ladies. She asks if he'll take her up there right now, and he agrees. Uh, she abandons her very flat sandwich on the bench, littering, and they head to his car and peel out. They arrive, and she gives him some Elaine's po- a dick. 
Elaine sucks, yeah, but I still I, really I like her. I fucking hate Elaine. She's the worst. And her name is Elaine. You're not Lady Elaine from Mr. Rogers. Um, so, yes, they arrive and she gives him some potion from her very shiny flask. They head inside and she starts to cook him dinner. They drink wine and eat. He teaches at the university in town, of course. Uh, he looks like he does. He fucking looks like a tool. Yeah. English and French literature. Yeah. She calls him a libertine and he starts to get dizzy and she reveals that she drugged him. He is like, oh, baby, like into it. And then she starts to get undressed in like the funniest way ever. <laughs> like every scene of her. It like, was like undressing and being seductive makes me really laugh. It, it was like so. I don't, yeah, like, too fucking long. Like, I get it. She's got nude underwear on. I, yes. I, and she's and got the a theme rainbow is like, on the inside of Yeah, her there's, dress. like, a rainbow lining on the inside of her coat, and then we're seeing, like, prisms everywhere, and it just lasts for, like, 45 minutes. And I put down metaphor, question mark, because I really don't know. Um, they head to the bedroom, and he has, why does he have silk sheets in his woodsy, woodsy cabin? He's a man whore. Ugh. Ugh. I I Ugh. mean, I hate Elaine more than I hate Wayne, but Wayne also sucks. Like, you know they would um, uh, women that are like, way why... too young for him back there. I know. And, like, why did he – why'd she kill him? Like, he, he could have been fine, you know? Spoiler. Um, They have She's sexy sex. She's uh, mean. She's pretty mean. Wayne wakes up crying and saying he feels strange. He says she's not like other girls. She doesn't play games. She doesn't have any agendas. All the other ladies want commitment, and the pretty ones are too stupid for him. He said he's never felt real love like this before, and he's scared. She leaves the bedroom, and Wayne screams and cries for her. Elaine's voiceover resumes, calling him a pussy and saying she was alone and without comfort when Jerry left her. So why can't Wayne deal with it? Uh, the next morning, um, Elaine pops a tampon and her hairpiece in, and she's ready to rock and roll. She brings Wayne breakfast in bed, and he's still crying like a pretty sad baby and makes Elaine promise she'll never leave him. Uh, later, they all kind of they, – she leaves him to nap. She does her own thing. She goes to get him to head back to town, but he died. He's dead. Um, so logically, she heads out to collect some flowers, peas in a jar – Bottles the pee with her used tampon and some rosemary and then buries Wayne with the rainbow and the rosemary bottle pee on top. Um, Not great. Like. Not a good idea. You're leaving a lot of forensic evidence. Yeah. Like, have you not seen forensic files? You could have just left him in his bed and pretended you were never there. And it's like, oh, shit, he had a heart attack, you know? Literally no one knew who you were. If you didn't leave a like a bottle full of two major bodily fluids no one would know it was you yeah for real But she's fucking stupid and she's a bat she's not good at being a witch i'm just gonna say that she didn't mean to kill him he died accidentally like yeah like get your maybe get another hobby (laughs) yeah seriously work Uh, on your craft bro like what i lost your video hello I'm here. I don't know. Okay. We'll carry it's on. So uh, she takes a nap, I guess, goes to bed after exerting herself burying this man. Uh, and then she takes Wayne's car back to town the next morning and does some more painting. 
Trish arrives at the apartment to check in and let uh, Elaine know she's going to Dallas for a business trip. Uh, later at a burlesque Poor club. Trish. I feel so bad. I know, right? The bartender tells the servers she that a- deserve anything. No, I feel like Trish is a really nice lady. I'm glad Richard is out of the picture. Spoiler alert, because he's a dick. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to move my leg. Yeah. <gasps> So they're at a burlesque club. The bartender and the servers are chatting it up and they say a body was found in the river with a pentagram carved into it. They're like, those damn witches. Uh, Elaine and Barbara are at a table nearby, which perplexed me because why is Barbara here? She owns this house. She's not living in. We have Trish as a go-between. And like, where does Barbara live? Why? Sorry. Uh, She lives in the woods with Gahan. Gahan is awful. He's a gross guy. He is there too. And he, they both warn her um, against using love magic when she tells them how Wayne kind of got weird. Um, Gahan and Barb share about what they've been teaching, including sex magic. So sexy twins, Star and Moon, arrive. They are the students for tonight's seminar on sexy magic dancing. And Barbara says the history of witchcraft is intertwined with fear of human sex or female sexuality. Excuse me. Back at her apartment, Elaine gets ready for bed with a voiceover of Jerry telling her to take better care of herself and the house. The highlight of this voiceover is that he found an old hot dog under the bed at some point. (laughs) (laughs) That was the funniest part of this whole movie was... There was a used hot dog under the bed. Like it was like, I've been there hilarious. at least a week. Like, okay. I kind of wanted like Was that when you had hot dogs? I need a backstory. <laughs> Me? Or what Anna probably was just no, like, really from... into <laughs> Really into hot dogs. Anna was having a hot dog phase. Um I haven't had a hot dog in like two years, but I would eat one. I always liked in... hot dogs. Not an under the bed one. Yeah, nothing really hits like a hot dog, but you can only, I personally can only eat like one every year. And then I'm like, good. I can't ever eat one again. I can have vegan hot dogs, which aren't the same. You know? I bet your arteries are clear as a bell, though. So good for you. I do love butter. Butter and and oil. I don't know. Whatever. Oil? Cheese. Oil's a good fat, right? Isn't it not bad for your heart? Cheese is bad for your heart. Cheese. Okay, cheese. I would risk it all for cheese, though. Mm. Okay. Um, The hot dog is under the bed. Uh, So then Elaine's lying in bed and she flashes back to, I guess, her like witch initiation ceremony. Uh, She's laid on an altar and it seems like Gahan mounts her and like has sex with her. Like that was oh, semi consensual assault. Yeah, I think I actually remember she what it seemed is. Seemed to hate it. She hated him. He's gross, and she um, actively hates him. Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, the cop that pulled Elaine over at the beginning of the movie, Officer Griff, has gotten a promotion to detective. A gal named Shelley Curtis arrives to report Wayne missing. She thinks Wayne was kidnapped. They had lunch the day he disappeared, and she saw him drive away with Elaine and tells them about the cabin. So they head up to the woods, inexplicably bringing Shelly Curtis with them. They find spoiled food and Elaine's pee jar, and ultimately discover Wayne's grave. 
Meanwhile, Elena's reading. It's right reading. there. You can see it from the house. It's like and there is out in the open. A, like a bright ass rainbow coat on top of it. It's Joseph's multicolored yeah, dream coat. <laughs> um, Elaine is feeding Richard cake. They talk about Trish and Elaine says no one has ever loved her the way Richard loves Trish. Elaine gives Richard a comically large wine glass with her love potion in it. <laughs> it's very funny. It's a novelty wine glass for a bachelorette party. Uh, and he drinks. And then Elaine asks him what turns him on. And he says flying a plane because it's the only time he feels in control of his life. And then he laments the lack of Get mischief. a handle on that. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? He says he just hasn't gotten into enough mischief. And then Elaine says she understands Richard in a way Trish never will. And that he wants to have a love affair. Elaine uh, starts doing the most confusing dance I've ever seen and undressing. And they have sex. To non-musical dance. Like, the music is not for dancing. It's like... Also, she has these, like... She has these, like, pantyhose on. It's, like, thigh-high pantyhose. There's five million lit candles in this apartment. She's tossing these, like, pantyhose everywhere. I was like, 911. You're gonna start a fire. I, yeah, it was, like, the least sexy dancing I've ever A fire seen. would have, you know, spiced up the movie a little bit, honestly. For how much... Um, this movie is about like female sexuality and like that idea in movies. And maybe it was intentional as well. Nothing in this movie has ever was ever sexy. Nothing has ever been less sexy than the love witch. It's incredibly it was very um, sexy <laughs> yeah. boner killing. It's like, yeah, I'm like, Ugh, no, I don't want to meet like a Which person is... that gets a boner from this movie. No, thank you to that. Whew. I, yeah, I was watching this movie, and about the scene where they're having sex is when um, Caesar came in while I was watching it, and he's like, "What is what? happening?" <laughs> yeah, like, I, was like, no. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I have no Nothing. idea what's happening right now. Nothing. Uh, so Nothing in else- everything at the same time. Elsewhere, Griff is heading up to see Professor King, a specialist in black magic. Officially, Wayne died from heart failure, but the tox report showed traces of devil's weed, a highly toxic hallucinogenic. Griff shows Professor King. So Griff is, for like most of the movie, just carrying this pee bottle around, not in an evidence bag, just like palming it with his hand, no gloves. (laughs) Like This is like his little pet rock or something. They still took like evidence, like then i don't and it's it's supposed to be set in modern day right because at one point i Trish think it's pulls supposed out an to be, iphone and says yeah Hello. and the cars the cars are all like new i think it's supposed to be like intentionally ambiguous but um you know i don't know what do i fucking know take, <laughs> take evidence and they just start digging up the grave i don't know it's like um maybe take a picture of it before you get in there i don't know i yeah I was like, guys, what's and they're like, oh, we gotta dig like with our bare hands and our little suits, and Shelly Curtis is just like crying behind them. It's all (laughs) it's all okay. So Griff heads up to see Professor King again with his little pee bottle. And King says it's a witch bottle, which is a talisman for protection made by witches. And then Professor King goes from zero to 100. And he's like, devil worship is real and human sacrifice is happening all around us. And Griff is like, okay, gotta go. (laughs) 
let me show you this picture of people sacrificing a baby. Like, what? I okay. hate Okay. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Um, at a coven meeting, Creepy Gahan and Barbara are smooching in their ritual gear. They're calling oh, on the Great I Mother. I that. I know. It's the like feet uh, every coven scene is like the so boring. Of... Yeah. Ugh. During the invocation, and, yeah, boring and terrible. Elaine has flashbacks to her night with Wayne, and then they finish up the ritual and have some cookies, which is nice. Gahan approaches Elaine and says she seems tense, and then he kind of sexually assaults her. That's what it is. He, like, grabs her boob or something. Oh. oh Elaine yeah. heads over to like, talk to Barbara. Yeah. yeah. Like, I hate you. And uh, tells Barbara about breaking it off with Richard. Um, meanwhile, Richard has uh, started drinking a lot and is going fucking insane over Elaine. Chris tries to, like, just make normal conversation with him, but he's very morose and rude. And he cries and fantasizes about Elaine. Back at the apothecary, Griff is checking things out. He shows Wendy Elaine's witch bottle and asks who could have made it. Uh, and Wendy says, oh, we sell witch bottles made by Elaine Parks here in the store. <laughs> so. Because she's fucking stupid. stupid. <laughs> Elaine gets a knock at her door. It's Griff with some questions. He tells her the victim of a potential homicide is Wayne and shows her a photograph. And she's like, I don't know him. And then Griff produces the witch bottle from his, his, you know, little trusty witch bottle carrier. And it's the one from the shop, like, that she made to sell. And he says, have you ever seen one containing urine? And then he shows her the grave bottle, which is also with him at all times. Uh, she admits to being In a witch. like a flap says, of skin. He pulls it out. It's like Ooh. He's always got it. It's for my special vestigial tail pouch. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> So she says, yeah, I'm a witch. What are you going to do about it? And says witchcraft saved her life when she was too tired to go on. I feel like Elaine has a personality disorder. Oh, yeah, for sure. Many, multiple personality disorders. Yeah, she's a narcissist, a sociopath, for sure. So she's like, sorry, witchcraft (laughs) saved me. And then Griff, that was a juicy cough. Are you okay? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Griff backs down immediately. He's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry to offend you. And then uh, she's like, I think we're gonna get married. Do you like animals? And he's like, yeah, let's go horseback riding tomorrow. <laughs> so investigation Men. derailed. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. So they ride horses in matching white shirts and they're having a little makeout sesh when they hear some pan pipes being played nearby. So they head to the Renaissance Fair being held by Elaine's coven, which she, I guess, didn't know about. And they just ran into by accident. And Barbara and not, Gahan. You're supposed to be there. Yeah. Were what, you, are you, like, supposed to be a part duties. of this? What's yeah. your role in this coven? So, yeah, Barb's and uh, Gahan are there. And they're like, oh, my God, you guys should get fake married because it's the midsummer. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry. Elaine and Griff are dressed by the other Renaissance players, and the ceremony is on. At this moment, my Peacock app crashed because it didn't want to watch the scene, and I said, sorry, we gotta get through it. And Unfortunately, Elaine uh, marries a cop, so she's complicit in a system of violence, and also she just sucks as a person. There's some weird... 
voiceovers of Elaine and Griff talking. And Elaine is like, the more you get to know a man, the more you grow to love him. And Griff is like, women start to suck when you get to know their personalities. I'm sorry, Adam is hammering something downstairs. So that will probably be showing up on the tape. At the station, Griff's colleague Steve is like, I'm 100% sure Elaine Parks murdered these men. Here is ample evidence. And Steve is like, you've got to like get you got to get this dealt with. And uh, Griff is like, shut up. <laughs> and then fuck you. Steve. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. She's my girlfriend. Yeah. Stupid. Elsewhere, Trish is troubled and she breaks down the bathroom door to find that Richard has unalived himself because of his pain over Elaine, which I think is out of place in this movie and just like kind of shitty to show and irresponsible. I really hated it. There wasn't enough like, yeah, it's like a very serious thing that happens in this like horror comedy. Stupid I guess, movie. That, like, yeah. It's fucking a dumb movie, right? And yeah, it's just like, can we handle these kind of situations with more gravitas or don't include them at all? Or just don't do it. At we all. didn't need it. Yeah. Um, this scene next Especially scene that gratuitously. So Matt, very gratuitous. Elaine and Trish meet at the tea room, and Elaine is being a boob she's not adhering to girl code trish is like spiraling and blaming herself for richard's death and saying like i wasn't a good enough wife like i hate myself and he was like definitely having an affair and whoever she is um she (laughs) drove him crazy and then she's like all right so my life is in shambles (laughs) what's up with you elaine and elaine's like i'm in love (laughs) he's the one (laughs) and then she shows him like this engagement ring that she got at the fake wedding at the renaissance fair and then she's like i gotta go and so trish just like is left in shambles but with this ring so now she has an errand to do so trish has to drop the ring that elaine left at the tea room by the apartment and she gets kind of spooked by all the like man murdering art but naturally starts to snoop which i would have done too i would have absolutely snooped but when it she gets, gets out of control, <laughs> lingerie on. I was like, "Girl, you you gotta go. You have to leave. You've gone too far." So it's, it's she gets much. a little too into it, and she puts on Elaine's makeup, her hairpiece, and starts to like cosplay as Elaine. Yeah, the lingerie theft bad. Um, Trish is really feeling herself though, so I'm happy for her. But unfortunately, she discovers a photo of Richard on Elaine's altar, along with a poppet and a little love note from Richie. Again, Elaine, do you want to get caught? Like, what are you doing? She's so dumb. She, like, is, like, I don't know, so far down her narcissistic path that she doesn't think that anybody can come anywhere near her. Right? Which is kind of true. So Elaine quietly arrives back in the apartment, grabs a dagger, and approaches Trish. But Trish is, like, the mom who, like, heaves the whole car off her like kid she's like fucking berserker mode she's adrenaline adrenaline so she tackles elaine grabs the evidence that like clearly connects her to richard and she's like you're fucked and then she leaves elaine without a care in the world is back with her coven where she's being ceremoniously bound to griff i guess um Griff is at the burlesque club where Moon and Star are performing, which is really funny because they're wearing like long sleeved leotards <laughs> at a burlesque I club. I kind of <laughs> loved both of the burlesque, like I know that like, one of the those two. The, they're very lynchy. The cocktail waitresses. 
I love the waitresses yeah. and the when they're talking about like the sexy sex um like seminar or whatever in the first scene, that burlesque dancer that kind of had like the gray hair and she was in the oh, yeah, sequin but... blue outfit. Amazing. I kind of fell killing it. The whole time I was thinking like her pasties like are moving simultaneously like as she's like on how do you do that that hard i bet that's fucking i'm sure i don't know how to do it did so well good for her i hope she got good for her money Uh, so we're back to the burlesque club (laughs) yes uh so the servers and some of the regulars are chatting about wayne's murder Elaine arrives and then meets Griff, who tells her that the DNA from the lab connects her with Wayne and the witch bottle. And Trish dropped the evidence. Sorry, I'm like holding in burps. Connecting her to Richard off with the cops. Griff is disgusted. He's like, you're gross. And he's Elaine says she didn't kill anyone. They died of love, which is technically true. (laughs) Although she dosed Mm. them. Yeah, she dumps them. It's her fault. Uh, Griff insults her and says he doesn't love her. And Elaine says men punish women by withholding affection and all her problems would be solved if men just loved women for who they are. Griff is just like her gross ex-husband and Elaine found her own power through witchcraft after a bunch of gross men used her for her body. And now she takes what she needs from men on her own terms. And I'm like, yeah, I think that message great but that's not what happened in this movie you know <laughs> no not at all yeah it was not so griff happens. is about to book her for burying wayne illegally and then the locals are like she fucking killed the teacher so they start to chant burn the witch and this is another essay moment when the men in the room start oh, yeah. trying to grape her because she's like on the mm-hmm. floor and they're all approaching her saying burn the witch while undoing their pants and, then and i was unbuckling their belts icky uh so griff saves her and then they head back to elaine's apartment griff's fault for that one griff looks despondent but elaine says everything will be okay because she loves him so much griff refuses to drink elaine's love potion and looks at her with daggers in his eyes elaine cries when she sees his disgust and his face turns into a skull as elaine sees visions of her dead lovers griff takes a little nap He's like, I'm tired. So he lies down. Uh, and then Elaine Leave. stabs him to death with a smile on her face. <laughs> um, and then she That's sees Griff. damn fault. Totally. Like, why are you even at the apartment, bro? You should have taken her to the station. Are you booking her for a legally burying body? Shouldn't she be in jail? I'm I mean, a cab, but like this woman is a she menace to society. <laughs> yeah. So she hears Griff's voice saying he loves her and they she flashes back to their mock wedding in her head. In the vision, they ride off together on a white horse. And then the movie ends. Feed. Yeah, I don't... Um, I Yeah, again, we've watched worse movies. Men make worse movies and get that fucking paycheck. They get green lights to make more. This isn't that bad. But again, I would... I... So... It was not a great movie from the perspective of filmmaking, continuity, plot, acting, casting. However, I loved every, like, single feast for the eyes that I got in this movie. So, um, Belair remarks, Belair, 
Byler remarks that she included these like very stylish and detailed sets and props because it's like basically she was like I'm catering to the female gaze which like guilty because I was like eating it up with a spoon and so like the more that viewers have to look at on screen like the more lush and you know like rich it is the like more removed characters become as sexual objects but Mm. I thought that was just because Elaine was a really bad dancer (laughs) but I mean every detail it is so beautiful like every detail is perfect every set design every one of her costumes everything is immaculate it's just it's a nothing movie with just like perfect visuals yeah like two part like so amazing and like you could read it as like a success right if this is a uh critique of like women in horror and the sexualization of women in horror then like it's nothingness is kind of like indicative of like how men see women in horror but is that the message you really want to send is like i don't i don't know yeah I didn't love it. I didn't love that. And then they're like, the fact that all of the scenes were so long. Lengthy. And like, so then we just get like protracted scenes of like this white guy, older white guy Wayne talking about how stupid and dumb women are. Is like, we get that all the time. Do I need to hear that again? Yeah. Like this was, it's like a feminist movie. I, we, I like, we all know that men say and do these things. Right. And I you're talking that- to the people who are going to watch this movie are women. Like, we, we already hate you. We don't need to hate you more. Yeah. I think that. Right. It's like, I just doesn't get there. Like, I love the concept of a movie no. where, like, a witch runs rampant and makes men disposable. I love watching white men die on screen. I think there was so much, like, potential that just didn't get followed through because, like, what the concept of the love witch sense. just, like, never it never comes to fruition because I still like at the end of the movie have no idea what Elaine's motivations are. Does she want to kill you or love you both something in between? Like there's no real continuity. Um, also it's racist. Uh, the only so racist. black woman, I think maybe the only person of color in the movie is there are two uh, black people. They're both cops. Yes. So Steve, the cop that um, is Griff's partner that he punches is black. And then there's a female cop by the name of Maya, I think. Um, Who is sexualized in the very sexualized. And she's also positioned. I'm just making sure I didn't misremember the name of the credits lady cop i can't even find her in the credits at a glance so that's where we are um yeah so she's hypersexualized. she's seen as like constantly coming on to griff and he has to like fend her off with a stick basically he's like we can't do dinner tonight i'm brooding and she's also like positioned in direct competition with elaine because he pulls away from her when elaine and he get more like romantically entangled so she is like just kind of like fulfilling a stereotype of you know a black woman on screen which is a blank slate for white people to project their own like white supremacist ideology onto um and it's again like that's a horror trope that 
everybody knows and we don't need like you to further point it out like we all know that black people are like either the first to die especially in old horror movies first to die or like minor characters that don't mean anything cops are often given like that's the role they get because they're like inconsequential as on a whole yes like is that what we're trying to do only white people can be stilted and aesthetically pleasing that's bullshit yeah i I think it's generally just so racist to make the only black characters in movies cops like you are Mm -hmm. like forcing them into these positions of portraying like the number one threat to their lives on screen it just fucking sucks except for the security card in urban legend we're never talking about her uh reese Reese. Um, yeah, when <laughs> yes. I say a cab, I mean everybody but Reese. Everybody but Reese. Um, it just—it's also just sucked. Like, like if you're going to subvert racial stereotypes and gender roles in horror movies, try to do it, and not just do like the other way. Actually, into exactly yeah. what we're trying to like overcome as a genre stereotype that's actively harmful. Uh, also, Anna Byler is she was born in L.A. to a Japanese American mother. Um, and I think considers herself, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, a but woman it's of on color. her Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, and that's also like, also disappointing. Come on, ladies, we got to do better than that. Like, our, I don't know, like intersectionality is the only way you can't talk about the female gaze without talking about the female gaze in terms of white supremacy, right? word and theoretically if her mother i don't want to like be too presumptuous but theoretically if her mother is japanese american and anna is like close to our age or older probably just a couple one or two generations back her family was directly impacted by like japanese internment camps in the u.s if they already lived here during world war ii so it's just like it just feels so annoying when people just kind of like use their platform to do nothing. But then on the other hand, like beautiful things for beautiful things sake deserve to exist. And I firmly believe that. But if you're going to do that, don't try to put all these other hats on that hat. If it's just going to be like right. a gorgeous movie, I'll still watch it, but I don't want to see you like fake play, like fake subvert gender stereotypes at the same time. I just want to look at like, your pentagram rug that you like hand crocheted right. or whatever the fuck. It seems a lot like uh, trying to sort of maybe pigeonhole or make a subcategory of feminist horror. Whereas like, hopefully the goal is that all horror is feminist. Right. But I don't, I'm yeah. also like, I just feel like we're constantly let I down hate, by these movies that oh, are yeah. supposed to like be lifting be up us. Like, that, historically excluded voices. The target audience. I <sighs> um, I, I don't like. I love uh, an unreli- unreliable protagonist. I love like a antihero in a woman, like in a. Female That's not what this right? is. But it's just like watching is a someone with a personality disorder. <laughs> It's like, I was like, I feel like I'm in my, like, childhood home again with just someone who I never know what they're going to do and I'm scared, you know? (laughs) What if this story was told from 
Trisha's perspective instead. Like I, that would be I don't movie. want to. I don't like Elaine. Elaine is a piece of shit. Like everything that she says is terrible. And I get that it's supposed to be like a woman feeding into male, the male gaze and misogyny, right? But I don't want to fucking follow her around for a movie. Like I hope she dies. I hope she gets caught. I hope she dies. I and wanted to yank Trish that left, hair like, piece on the way of her hair. I know. And shove it Tr- in her like, mouth. Yeah, like, I just... Like, Trish gets no, like, closure, no justice. Like, her life is in pieces because of Elaine. And she's made a ridicule of. There's no one to support her, like, lift her up and, like, be in community with her. Trish gets no community and Elaine will be, like, accepted back into her coven after just, like, murdering a bunch of men. Because they're like, it happens, you know. Just doing a little back and again like gotta get it in um yeah it's like okay so we're following a pretty evil person around and watching her murder men who like i get all men suck and yeah again i love watching white guys die in horror movies but like it's so fun did they deserve it no like i like richard they were poisoned and like turned like Richard um, seemed like a really good husband and in the end he died under false pretenses he was poisoned by this love potion started to neglect his wife treated her badly cheated on her and then unalived himself like that's not fair to the them as a couple I don't want to root for that person I don't want to watch them continue their story I don't care about her And again, we're, like, making this beautiful film. Again, could just be beauty. But if we're saying that it's a feminist movie about the male gaze and we're subverting roles and blah, you're not, though. But are we? No. I don't, like, you're doing, you're just showing us again that, like, just a pretty woman running around doing what she wants is not subverting. I'm fine to watch that if it doesn't also, like, directly harm, like, historically excluded populations. You know what I mean? Nami. Yeah, I don't know. Nami. Oh boy, mm. I know. I was really like gunning for this one being a winner, but we're haters to our core, Again, and I think the cast only makes us bigger haters. But somebody's got to hate. I. I don't know, and so um, Elaine is played by um samantha robinson who is whose family part of her family is of panamanian descent um also so she was this movie white passing it's yeah pretty white love witch so white um elaine was or excuse me samantha was uh cast as elaine like fairly early in the process so she and anna worked together like a lot on crafting the character of Elaine and let like letting Elaine like mirror some of Samantha's own like personality traits. I'm like, I don't want to meet Samantha. But I think like like you said, it's just like this quagmire of like nobody <laughs> like from outside of this like project offering edits or suggestions. It just like it's so up its own ass for no reason. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. And I just like, yeah, somebody needed to take a step back at every point at this, at the story point, at filming, at editing. Somebody needed to step in and be like, okay, I don't know if this is, needs to be this. You like, know, are we, take it back. is let's, this working? Let's yeah. Think about it. Um, I have to say, yeah, Elaine, it wasn't, again, was like so gorgeous in the movie. I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah, I didn't. I just, it was fine. And it, like, was, I was bored, which is, like, I don't want to be bored. I like this. very shockingly made it through in two chunks. <sighs> Usually I pause things, like, a million times. But I was, like, I'm pushing through. Like, I got this. Um, I believe in myself. And, you know, it was all for pretty much nothing because it wasn't really a All for movie. nothing. I was uh, looking to see if there's even here, any you know? interesting trivia. Nary a piece, except that this is a real house called the Bear House, which is on the National Historic Register. Right. It, didn't that. every um, like set or every interior look like the house from Charmed in this movie? I thought it that did was kind, kind of, of yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 1960s, 90s ish, right? Yes, and I, I don't know. Again, the exact aesthetic. It wasn't so bad, but um, it wasn't great. I don't, don't really. I mean, like if you love beautiful things, and you've heard what we've said, and you can get over like the shitty stuff in here, it is a stunning movie. Like truly, it's beautiful, but it's long. It's two hours. It is so long. Hour fifteen max, frankly. So (sighs) hour forty five minutes. Honestly. Just like watch it Could at two times speed or something, you know. Can yeah. you do that? Um, I I just everybody do better, Anna. I, I do better. Come on, yeah, do better. We should do better do too. Everyone I, should. We should do better. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I don't. I forgot. I was going to say something else about something, but I forgot. So too. Yeah, later. something about something, man. And again, the coven is the lead of the coven is what a man. Yeah, wow. why is he there? He's so gross. Like, I know, like I didn't understand. There was no like, oh, this coven is like such a you know great community, and like Elaine is coming like out of a shitty situation with her hot dog husband, and now like she's able to join no, the space where too. she's appreciated. They suck too. I know it's really bad. Yeah, where she like is forced to have sex with this gross guy. Yeah, no way. I thought she was gonna and... get to have sex with the other hot guy with the cape on, but then because he already had his dick cape out, guy. you know. Um, and then and no, Khan climbs yeah. up on her, and it's like, jeez, man, he's he's an exploitative, abusive um, cult leader. Absolutely, and she's a terrible witch. Um, her magic does work, but she's bad at it. And yeah, I she was keeps, hoping, like, accidentally I went into people. this blind. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that, like, when Trish first came in, I thought they were, like, gonna fuck. You know? I thought it was gonna be, like, I was gonna watch a movie where there were no men. It was a love witch, but it was, all like, an all-female cast. It does seem like it would be better it. as, like, a sapphic story, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. Could have happened, but I feel like then, I don't know, maybe I would be rooting for her more, but. Well, Elaine needs uh, psychotherapy and medication. Um, and to not be around the general Jerry public. needs a dentist. I think that um, Wayne needs to get tested oh. for gonorrhea. Like, there's just a lot going on, so. Uh, I kind of hated Wayne, but. He was so he annoying. to die. Um, that he's was like, that why student that was he was his character to written was like fuck this? Him. No, that was right. Holly. Uh, he was so excited. 
Oh, colleague. I wasn't. I it was. Nervous. It was just like way too uh, much. I was like, please shut up. I can't even listen to you. Yeah, Bitch, and again, we had to listen to him for so long because I know all of the scenes are so long. We're talking about nothing. Yeah. Also, would that know. food have really rotted that fast? Is what like a no? I think it was, it was a like while. Between, oh really? Oh yeah, maybe it was like two the or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Whatever. Gross. Well, do you have any closing thoughts? Um. Oh, we have two fuck stuff. Fuck, fuck, Elaine. Elaine, and Gahan, and Gahan. Poor Barbara. Poor Trish. Yeah. Poor Barbara. Um, yeah, she was. I Barbara, was like, but yeah, she's like Barbara. Fed into twice Gahan's if you need help. Man, yeah, yeah. She definitely Ugh, needs Babs. But um, and then fuck more hammering the idea that like, um, that like just kind of pointing out something is subversion again that's not yeah just anything. like you're just exactly pointing, pointing out, out there's a problem hey, look at this we're gonna do the exact same thing it's like making a diversity hire with no eye towards like retention or actual equity and inclusion it's just like performative at best actually damaging at worst yeah yeah um all right dudes i gotta go that's eat. all i got adam's getting wendy's i'm really excited help hammer no, I'm going to watch TV and eat Wendy's. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, what's ugly. next? Oh, wait, yeah, where can you find fucked. us? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's shit. Next? We're so bad at this. Okay, at spooky okay. succubus underscore cast on Instagram. And now we have a YouTube's. Spooky Succubus. At Spooky cast. Succubus Cast. Yeah. It's a channel. On There's YouTube. one video um, of us looking greasy. So far. I mean, I like feel like I need to take a shower before these sashes. Oh, and then next week or next Whatever. time, two weeks from now, in a couple of weeks, we'll be covering My Bloody Valentine, the original for the holiday. So excited. And then for Black History Month, we'll be covering Get Out the week two weeks after that and tales from the hood on our bonus feed so join yeah. us for some takes that probably all good stuff will be weird but we'll try weird takes again um okay and then now you're gonna stay ugly and get fucked and remember you can't shut upward you can't shut upward okay thanks bye bye bye